Our gospel today comes from John, the first chapter, beginning with verse 43. This is the story of the beginning of the calling of the disciples, Philip and Nathaniel. It begins, The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than those. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Friends, grace and peace to you from God, our creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you know this feeling of being lost? Or maybe, rather, it's more of a feeling of being found. Being found. And I'm not necessarily talking about a physical location, like when you aren't sure where you're going and you stop and ask for directions, being found, something maybe you can't quite do on your own. Well, as I was thinking about that and thinking about this text, I thought of this time, it was a long time ago, I barely remember the details, it was so long ago, but as a young woman in my 20s, I had traveled to Mexico with people from work, and on the way back, somehow I didn't, got put on a different flight than everyone else. And as I said goodbye to all of them and waited for my flight, I then later realized my flight got canceled. And there I was, stuck in Mexico City, my transfer. Anybody been to Mexico City before? It is a dangerous place. It has one of the highest crime rates in the whole world. So many people. I didn't speak the language. I'd spent all my cash. I was not an experienced traveler at that point by any means. Didn't know how I was going to get home. Well, eventually I figured out through a lot of things. There were no cell phones then, you know. You couldn't just call someone. But through a Mexican calling card and a hotel operator and back home, finally I got a message to my family. So if I never showed up again, they'd at least know where to look. I'd gotten a connection to someone back home, and I truly felt like I had been found. 
I didn't even really know how lost I was. I mean, I knew I was there. I knew where I was, but I didn't know how lost I was until I was found. Until that relationship, that connection was made clear again. The gospel reading from John today, it tells us the story of how the first disciples began to follow Jesus. And it says that Jesus found Philip. He found him. And then Philip found Nathaniel, right? Now, I doubt that these two men had any idea that they were lost. I don't think so. But nonetheless, we hear that they were found. And then Philip explains to Nathaniel that the one that they have waited for has been found. A lot of finding and being found in this story that John gives us, right? Yes. But Nathaniel doesn't seem to be impressed. He is quite skeptical, honestly. He can't understand how some man, some son of Joseph, this Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth could be the one. And so he replies... Anything good come out of Nazareth? I mean, really, can it? How could we have any use for anything that comes from there? And you know, also, as I was reading this, I heard these faint echoes a bit of our news this last week as we question our government regarding countries such as Haiti and the African nations, how can anything good come from these poor lands? Well, anyway, quickly we make judgments and we size things up and use labels or stereotypes for answers. Sounds a lot like it did in Jesus' time too, right? How can anything good come from Nazareth? Well, last week, Pastor Jeff introduced us to our sermon series, This Is Us. This is us. How amidst the messiness of our lives, the light of Christ shines through. And this is us, too. This is us here and now. Story of family and all that that means and endures, the joys and the challenges, everything that you and I face each day. Now, I have to admit, I am not a watcher of This Is Us. I had not seen it before, so I was a little skeptical myself. Uh, I remember when we first talked about this, how we were making connections between the show's themes and our faith themes, and I said to Pastor Jeff, everyone I talk to that watches the show ends up sobbing in tears, And frankly, I have enough drama and heartache in my life. I don't need any more added to it. (laughs) Yeah, no more. But I was curious. I was curious. So I watched that first episode. Maybe you did too, if you haven't been watching all along. The one that we learned about last week, where Rebecca and Jack Pearson and their three children...
their three children, Kate and Kevin and Randall. And I was thinking about how this text we have for today of being found, it fits in this story as well. There are common themes. Remember that Randall, the baby boy that was left at the fire station, right? The fire chief brought this little African-American baby to the hospital, and the Pearsons decided to adopt him. He grows into a fine young man. He's brilliant, actually. He's successful, he's kind, and he's loving. He has his own family, but something keeps tugging at him. Pieces that were missing from his story. Who had left him at that fire station? What were the pieces of the beginning of his life? Well, Randall searches to locate his biological father and eventually ends up at the doorstep of William. Now, William lives in the seedy part of town in a rundown apartment. And William, a former drug addict, has finally gotten clean. But it's very clear that Randall and William live very different lives. And so Randall goes to the door. He's ready to let William have it. He thinks nothing good can come from this man. And I'm just going to let him know about it. He goes to the door. And William answers. And Randall lays into him, blurts out that he wanted to walk up there, look him in the eye, and prove to himself and to William and his whole family he didn't need one thing from him not even after he learned who he was. And what does William say to him? Well, there's a pause, of course, and he looks at him, and he says, do you want to come inside? Do you want to come in? And so he goes in. That simple question, that simple invitation, come and see begins a very surprising relationship for Randall and William. Very surprising to these two unlikely people. I suppose both of these men had a sense of being a bit lost until they found each other, until they knew each other and shared some kind of story between them. Because it's not about a location or physically going somewhere but it's about our connections with each other, our relationships, right? And so sometimes when we aren't expecting much, we're not expecting much. In fact, we're certain there's really nothing of value to be found. Kind of like how Randall felt about William. Or maybe how Nathaniel felt about Nazareth and Jesus. It's just then that something amazing, something impossible happens. God steps in and changes our life. Mm -hmm. This is us. Just like we heard last week, whether it's the Hollywood script or it's the Holy Scripture, we are found. And it's about relationships, right? That's what scripture is. It's God's book for us to reveal God's self to us about God's relationship with us. Yes, 
So that's what Nathaniel was up against. He couldn't believe that the Savior was this man. He couldn't believe anything good could come from this area. Jesus from Nazareth. But how did Philip respond to him? He didn't give him a bunch of reasons. He didn't give him a bunch of logic or personal opinions or justifications. He just said, come and see. He offered an invitation to see for himself. And so Nathaniel follows. And as he encounters Jesus, he realizes he's already been found already been found. Jesus has already seen him before Nathanael even realized. Jesus already knew him. And Jesus invites him into this relationship to abide with him. What Nathanael saw was that even though he didn't know who Jesus was, he wasn't sure who he was. He didn't have it all figured out. It didn't matter because Jesus already knew him. Jesus saw him. And as he approached Jesus, he said, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael responded, How do you know me? Like we heard in the psalm, God has known us before we were even born. Jesus said, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. Here's the thing. All of us sitting here today in one way or another We're given that simple invitation, come and see. But even before we responded, even before we accepted the invitation, Jesus already saw us, already knew us. In our relationships, we sometimes, we come to the door angry or skeptical or ready to dispute or fight, not expecting to find anything much of value. Yet we follow anyway. Like Nathaniel, we follow because someone invited us to come and see. And suddenly our eyes are opened, are changed, and we see far greater things than we ever expected. And in spite of who we are, in spite of what we may do, and how often we fail to issue that same invitation to others, Jesus still chooses us. God chooses us, chooses you. Jesus knows us, and still he came to earth as a baby, lived and died and was resurrected, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And in baptism, in baptism we are named and claimed by God as son or daughter, marked with the cross of Christ, sealed by the Holy Spirit, and given the promise of eternal life, the promise that we are eternally known and found, a promise that cannot be lost, can only be found. God knows you. Jesus knows you. Jesus loves you. And Jesus chooses you. What are you looking for? Whether you're the one pounding at that door, confused or skeptical, or Jesus has been your lifelong companion, you are invited to be found. Come and see. Thanks be to God. Amen.